0: All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed to your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one former professional organizer turned Productivity Pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet friend. If it's your first time here, welcome. These sessions might be just the perfect month to go back and binge listen to. And if you've been here before, thank you so much. Welcome back. And I'm so appreciative for your listening ear. Talking about appreciation, before we kick off, I just want to say, if you have left me a rating or review on my podcast, I want to thank you so very much It's like I can't even say the right words about what that means to me. Honestly, it lights me up. It makes me feel just amazing and just keeps me so inspired. And also when you share the podcast or a specific episode, and then I hear from someone, oh, my friend recommended your podcast. I am so honored and so excited. So thank you so much. And if you've listened and enjoyed this and haven't had a chance to leave a review or rating, please do so. Go on over to the Apple iTunes Leave me a quick one. It helps me get seen and heard around the world. And again, it would mean so much to me. Okay. I have mentioned here in the past that the majority of my episodes stem from the conversations that I'm having, either with my clients or on my free consults, right? So typically it's like, I know that. If someone else is dealing with this issue, probably you're dealing with it too in some perspective of it. It was actually really sweet on Mother's Day, which I'm recording this just a few days after Mother's Day. My son wrote me these very thoughtful cards, very thoughtful things. And my younger son wrote something about how consistent I am and not giving up and how much he looked up to that or respected that. It was so sweet. But he said specifically, he said, like your podcast. It's so amazing. You have over a hundred episodes. I wouldn't even know what to say after three. (laughs) Anyway, I thought that was so sweet because he actually like, not just said, oh mom, you're such an inspiration, but like really was specific about my podcast. Anyway, I thought it was adorable. I digress, but really I was thinking, um, you would have a lot to say too, my, my sweet little son, if you based an episode after each conversation with your friends, right? Like if you were just out talking with your friends and then you're like, hey, I'm going to do an episode on what we talked about, you'd have a lot to say. So that's essentially what I do, right? Because I'm always thinking if these kick-ass women business owners are having these issues or challenges, then probably many others are out there having the same ones. So a common theme That I've been working through with quite a few of my one to one coaching clients lately is about making really big decisions. And by big, I don't necessarily mean hard, although they can feel super hard and super challenging. But big, I mean like they require a significant change to either their business. Their thinking, their business model, their structure. it might have far-reaching implications, like a completely different offering or package or service or target, a completely different model, like I just mentioned, which means putting to bed something they were already currently doing that maybe even be profitable and uh, you know, starting and sprouting other offerings or packages or just you know, a brand new something right and so for example one of my clients wants to literally change her role in her business from hands on with clients to a 100% supervising role like supervising her team the new team that doesn't even exist yet so that they are hands on with the clients she's hands off and she's supervising the team like that's huge right it it impacts basically every piece of her business her responsibilities her hiring her delegating, her systemizing, her prioritizing, everything. Okay, Another client wants to hire a new team and reestablish her boundaries with her clients and herself. She's fallen so far deep into working around the clock, pretty much like six and a half days a week, and just being so completely tied and connected to her business and doing all the things that she just wants. And she needs like a complete reset to how she's structured her business. This is what we're working on. So she kind of wants to go pretty much. She's a solopreneur with some consultants to like bringing on new consultants, new teams, so she can bring on new systems and get herself much further out. And one more example is that another client wants to go from low, like a low-end membership model to a high-end, kind of high-fee group program model. So it is a really, really big change, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to impact a lot, of, a lot of things in her business. Okay, so you get the idea. These are all really big decisions, y'all. And they are very intricately entwined in a lot of fear, as most big decisions are right? Fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of what's ahead, fear of the amount of work this will take, fear of risk, fear of what people will think, fear of judgment, right? Lots and lots and lots of fear. Oh my goodness, I get it. I have said many times that my biggest regrets and probably really my only regrets in my business and even in my personal life is how long it has taken me to make some of these types of big decisions, like sitting in that indecisiveness, whether it was going from my home organizing business to my current productivity business, which by the way, I sat, sat in indecision for almost 18 months or maybe more than 18 months. It was so freaking long. Or niching down from you know just people to women to now women business owners. I can't even put a number on how long that took me. All I know is that it was way too long. And why does this affect your productivity so much? Oh, my Lord, so many dang reasons. Here are a few. You get stuck in limbo land. How many of you are in limbo land? Right. You don't have the clarity on anything. You have one foot in, one foot out, essentially trying to manage two different approaches or two different strategies or Several different ones, or maybe you're not necessarily even managing them both, but it's taking up so much mental bandwidth because you're thinking about the other opportunity the whole time. Should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? Should I? Should, I, should not? And then, you know, and all the other questions that come with that, like, what's my messaging going to be, and how would I do that, and what are the implications? What will people think, right? And all so on and so on and so forth. So all this brain energy and this like mental capacity and this emotional capacity that you have starts going into this and you're feeling very scattered and overwhelmed and sort of just that you don't have that clarity anymore, right? Okay. So now having gone through this process many times myself personally, and many times with clients now currently going through this with several clients, there are three key learnings that I've taken away that we all have in common when it comes to making these big decisions. So I'm going to walk you through these, and I want you to ask yourself how you can apply these to yourself, to your business, and even your life, because some of these, obviously, these big decisions are not only in our business, but in our home life, our personal life, our relationships, our family lives, our communities, our uh, you know friendships. And even if your decisions aren't super grand or super big, because I'm willing to bet that you sit in indecision, even with some less Consequential choices. Am I right? All right. Yes, I know we do this. We dwell on like a lot of little things and the big things. So this applies to all the types of decisions. Well, good news. Okay. So that these three lessons apply to all of them. And I really, I'm going to ask you at the end because you know the challenge is coming up. Pick one, right? Pick one and be like, let me just really put all my focus on this to help me get through this. Because that's my goal for you to get out of this indecisiveness have more clarity, and move on already. Okay, so lesson number one. You have to give up something to get something new. (laughs) It's as simple as that. In other words, you can't get new results from the same old actions. Y'all, we all know that Albert Einstein saying, I think it's him, that like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. But how often do we do this? Right. You say you want to lose weight. You know you should be exercising more or cutting down on sweets or limiting the carbs, but you don't really do it. Nothing really changes. Your habits pretty much stay the same, but then you complain and you truly wonder why you're not losing weight or why you're not fitting into your genes. Right. We do the same things in our businesses. We are wondering why you're not getting the different results when you're doing the same thing over and over. Okay, a couple of examples here. So if you know that you need to get a new team or have a change with your team, but you're like, oh, this is going to be so hard and I've got to hire new people and I've got to go through the process and I've got to train them so you don't do it and then you keep complaining about it and then the results are the same or even worse and you're wondering, but I'm working so hard, why aren't the results changing? Because you're doing the same thing because you're not getting doing the difficult thing to go change the people, right? Or I recently worked with an awesome woman who wanted to work less and maintain or increase her revenue. Go figure, right? So what she needed to do was to focus more on her highest revenue generating products and let go of her lower revenue generating products. And theoretically, that made so much sense to her, right? It sounds like easy to do, like why not? But the reason it was challenging was because she was actually getting lots of customers for that lower revenue generating products. So it was going to impact a good chunk of her revenue, at the, at the forefront and it was scary. But she kept wondering why she had to keep working so much and not making more money. She's like, I'm just working more and more and more and more. And it's like, yeah, but you're not changing what you're already doing. So I know we know this theoretically, but are you applying it? You have to do different if you want different. We can't keep doing the same thing or just like making little tweaks, but not really changing things up if we want to see dramatic changes. Okay, so how can you apply this? Is there something in a relationship? Is there something in your business? Is there something uh, in your family life, you know, that in your personal life that you're like, really, seriously? If If I'm honest with myself, I'm not doing things that differently, but yet for some reason, I keep wondering, why do I keep staying stuck? Why do I keep, why do I find myself in the same place over and over? Okay. Ask yourself, what is it? Because I guarantee, oh, I guarantee, but I'm pretty sure that you're not actually doing things differently. Number two, this is very much related to number one, when you do that thing, when you make that change, you have to welcome the lull or what might seem like going in reverse for a short period. So in the example that I just gave of kind of removing those lower revenue generating offers or services, you are at first, and perhaps for a little bit, going to lose revenue. But what you will gain is brain space and time and energy to focus on, in this case, the higher revenue generating offers or services. So yes, that in-between will be a little painful. There's going to be a lull. There may be a loss. Right? And there's this initial feeling that I'm going backward. And this is scary. But if you accept this going into that process, if you embrace that this is a short-term hit for a long-term benefit, if you go in with that, you're going to get through it so much faster and you're going to stop procrastinating, making the damn decision. Right? I mentioned a couple of times lately that I closed my membership and I've transitioned to all one-on-one coaching now and training. Now, for this this decision, I will say I did not sit in in indecisiveness because I finally learned after sitting in in indecisiveness for so many years and so many other things, but there was still this fear of letting go, right, of the current revenue, the potential revenue that the membership was bringing in. And at first, I let that happen, but then I just let it sit with me and I had to embrace it and hold the space and hold the belief for growth in other areas. In this case, my one-on-one coaching, right? So if, knowing that when I went in, like there'll be a month or two or however long, it'll be a lull, but that's only because I'm, now I have the space and the energy and the time to focus on what I'm going to be building. One of my clients right now, who's a physical therapist, is ready to make a big change to, to move like to a consultancy and teaching model, like teaching her crafts and her expertise and growing her practice by managing other therapists. Right? So it's, it's a very big switch for her. It's going to work out, but there is a really scary time there where it's going to like, it feels like it's setting back. And in some ways, yes, it is. Maybe the actual revenue or the profitability is setting back, but what you're gaining is an entire different avenue and just a new way, a new methodology to build even better than you were before but you will increase your bandwidth as well as your clarity and your energy. So you're you're giving up something to gain a lot more. It's really important to go in with this mindset because this helps you get over the fear. Like I mentioned, it helps you get over the procrastination and it sort of like puts you in this place of, this is gonna suck for a little bit, but I'm gonna get over it and it's all gonna be okay. Okay, which leads me to number three. Actually, these all kind of lead one, two, three to the next. So the third one, is then tap into a memory of doing something hard before. When I think back about leaving a relationship, I actually left an engagement very shortly before we were going to get married. Okay, this was a big freaking deal. I actually, at that time, I was in my early 20s or so, I thought I was going to die. I'm not even kidding. I was like, I will never love again. This is how I will ever meet anybody again. I mean, it was like catastrophic in my life. And other big decisions was when I transitioned from home organizing, as I mentioned, to productivity after putting in blood, sweat, and tears for years and years and years and years into that business, I thought it was going to ruin me. I thought it was going to be my demise. And on a much smaller note, when I thought about writing a book or getting through a 100 podcast episodes or even five podcast episodes, I thought, I will never be able to do this. But now I look back on everything from calling off the engagement to starting a podcast. Like it was tough, but I survived and I can pretty much do anything and pretty much survive anything now. I have truly become a friend with doing things that feel uncomfortable. Like I am not even kidding about that. I have like, I am, I wouldn't say I'm a bestie with it because it's not easy for me necessarily to get into the uncomfortableness But I'm so dialed in to the fact that whatever feels tough to me right now is going to feel easier and better to me later. I go into situations now with a strong embodiment of the idea that this won't feel good when I go through it. It's going to be like hellish even. But when I get to the other side, I'll kick myself for not doing it sooner. It happens every time, my friend. Do you think when you finally left a relationship that that was the time you should have left? Or was it months and possibly years sooner? Do you think when you finally started focusing on your health that that was the time you should have started? Or was it months, possibly years sooner? Do you think when you finally define the clients that you would definitely work with and the clients you would not work with because they're just not the right fit for you, that that was the time you should have made that decision? Or was it months, possibly years sooner? It happens every time. Every time when I finally do it, finally get over the hump, finally get to the other side and so much better, I kick myself for thinking, why didn't I do it sooner? So, the way I start new challenges, the way I make those big decisions, the ones that I know in my bones I should be doing, I'm just too scared to do it. I honestly, truly just think about these experiences now that I have under my belt. And I remind myself that this is just another experience, just another experience, experience I'm about to go through that I will thank myself later. I will thank myself for it and wonder why I didn't do it. Sooner. By the way, if you want to hear more on decision making, an episode you should really check out is episode 62 How to Make Great Decisions. I think it would be a great follow up after this. So I will link that in the notes. Okay. So to recap, there are three lessons, ideas, thoughts to embrace when you're faced with really big, seemingly overwhelming, and significant decisions in your business and in your life. And by the way, They don't necessarily need to be super big, but they feel significant to you, right? Number one, know that you can't get new results from the same actions. Although this seems obvious, it's not something we typically do. We're We're often doing the same thing over and over and then wondering why things aren't changing. Lady, you must do something different. Number two, welcome the lull or what might seem like going in reverse. It is just part of the process to get you to the other side. And then number three, tap into a memory of doing something hard before, right? Actually put yourself back in that experience, in that moment when you felt like this is the hardest thing I've ever done. This might kill me. This it feels like I'm going to die. Everyone's going to hate me. All those things. Remember how you got through it. You survived and how things were better and you wish you had done it sooner. Okay. So, you know, I always love to leave you with the challenge. I mentioned it to you already in the top of this episode, but you've spent your time with me. I want you to make it 100% worth it. So, today's action is just pick one. Pick one of the strategies to help you get through a decision professionally or personally right now, something that you are deciding right now, because I know you got something. Right. And then let me know you did it. Can you please, can you please just like find me on Instagram and Life is Organized or Facebook or come on over to the podcast? Let me know you did it because I'd love to cheer you on. If you have a growing business and you're feeling overwhelmed and chaotic and just like craving more structure and routines and systems in your business and your life, if you're looking to put up better boundaries and get out of constant reactivity mode, lady friend, we should talk. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching to schedule a free consult right now. On that call, here's what happens. I ask you questions about what's keeping you stuck. What's your situation? If I feel like I can help, I'll let you know, and you can decide if you wanna be a part of it. It's no high pressure, nothing, it's not me, but I do hope you will get out of your comfort zone, make the decision, take the leap of faith and connect with me. Remember, I believe you can get everything you want, and I would love to help you get there. As always, you are the best, the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy, and know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.